Welcome to Any Questions. I'm Ian Pickus, and joining us as he does at this time each week is resident quizzer Mike Nothnagel. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hello, Ian. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, I've got a sweater on here and um, ready for this week's show. But before we do that, let's clear up my challenge from last time. I said, start with the phrase, autumn begins. Rearrange the letters and you can spell a spice associated with this time of year and a figure from mythology. What are the words? What are the words? Indeed. Faithful listener Dinah Farrington wrote in to say, the spice is nutmeg, and the figure from mythology, you had to go to Egypt for Anubis. Oh, very tricky. Good job, Dinah. All right, Ian, the 2021 NFL season is underway. And over for some teams. (laughs) Some teams have won some games. Some teams have not won any games. One team set an NFL record. So on the whole, it's definitely been a start to the season. This week, five NFL teams are going to play our game because each correct answer will contain the nickname of an NFL team in the singular, like dolphin or cowboy. Okay. What case, heard first in 1952 and again in 1953, was actually a combination of five related cases, itself and ones from South Carolina, Virginia, Delaware, and Washington, D.C., and was unanimously decided in favor of the plaintiff in 1954, stating, quote, separate educational facilities are inherently unequal. Well, you don't root for the Cleveland boards, but you do root for the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland educations, yes. Brown v. Board of Education, uh, or as it is officially titled, Oliver Brown et al. versus Board of Education of Topeka et al. Chosen in 1989 by the Library of Congress as one of the first 25 films to be a part of the National Film Registry, What 1941 film noir's title object is described as, quote, the stuff dreams are made of, and despite Peter Lorre's character's willingness to, quote, pay $5,000 for the figure's return, sold for more than $4 million at auction in 2013. Uh, Go Atlanta Maltese Falcons? That's right. The Maltese. (laughs) There actually were more than one. Falcon in uh, for the movie. They made more than one prop, but yes, the Maltese Falcon is correct. And there was actually a sequel planned called The Further Adventures of the Maltese Falcon, and John Huston was so in demand as a director and many of the main cast members weren't available, uh, so it never happened. I'm just imagining the poster. It just says the Maltese Falcon, but the T is a number two. Two Falcon, two Furious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What animated educational segment that debuted in 1976 features a song sung by Jack Sheldon that helps teach a young boy, voiced by Sheldon's son John, the process of how laws are made in Congress? I'm just a Buffalo Bill. I'm just a Bill, yes. She graduated from Vassar College in 1917, wrote a poem in 1920 titled First Fig, which begins, My candle burns at both ends, it will not last the night and became in 1923 the first woman to win the Pulitzer Prize for poetry. Who is she? Mm. Uh, I get it. Uh, Edna St. Vincent Millay, the saints are in there. That's right. Edna St. as in the New Orleans Saints, Vincent Millay. And starting in 1925 until her death, she lived in a a farmhouse called Steepletop, uh, which is in Austerlitz, New York. And I think, by way of disclosure, has been a WAMC underwriter. And finally, at the end of the sixth season finale of The Simpsons, 
titled Who Shot Mr. Burns, Part 1. Dr. Julius Hibbert says, While I couldn't possibly solve this mystery, can you? While pointing at which character, who replies, Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I mean, you know, it's my job, right? (laughs) The Kansas City Chief Wiggums. That's right, the Kansas City Wiggums. Well, no flags on the play this week. Ian went five for five. How well did you do? Quiz at wamc.org. Or you can go to wamc.org slash any questions for another look at this week's show. Some extra credit to drop all of the jets from your fantasy team or to solve this challenge. Mike? Start with the words Bengals and Raiders. Rearrange the letters to spell the five-letter name of an herb and a nine-letter word for people who might grow herbs. What are the words? Mike Nothnagel's associate professor of mathematics at the Culinary Institute of America and a crossword constructor for the New York Times, Games Magazine, and other outlets. Mike, I'll get to work on that challenge, and we'll be back the same time next week. We will see you soon. <laughs>